This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. My name is Jessica. I'm here with my best friend, Laurie Wallace, and we are joined here by Lacey. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about today. I, I'm very new to this, so I'm going to have Laurie take over the situation. The situation. Okay, so situation number one. It would mean so much to us if you would like, rate, review, give us a five-star review, Get on Apple Podcasts and tell people how our podcast has helped you or supported you. It would mean so much. You want to make sure to be here for this whole episode today, though, because Lacey is in-house talking all things self-care, wellness, self-love, and we are going to dig so far into this color therapy and our Asoma business, um, of which I knew nothing about before I started hanging out with Lacey. So, Let's well, start. and real quick, yeah. if you are only listening, you may want to hop on YouTube. You're going to want to see one. this on YouTube. Yeah. And we'll have, um, you know, some images that we pull up for it as well that you can see like in notes and that kind of thing. But today is so much about color and what you're drawn to and what you're attracted to and how it integrates into your wellness. So let's start by talking about like how we know Lacey. Like Lacey and I go back. like. <laughs> How many years ago do you think it was when you were in one of my makeup classes? The first one. Uh, let's say 2010. That so. sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Oh my God. Me ago. too. Yeah. That's probably where Lacey and I met. Yeah, and that like, very don't well might be. Like don't know it. So yeah, Lacey and I know each other through the Aveda network. Um, and over the years, even though the classes that we did together were kind of sprinkled throughout a bunch of years. Lacey and I keep coming back into each other's orbit, like, and not because we're good at keeping in touch, y'all. <laughs> not, like, that's not what it is. It's just because some people have this, like, magnetic attraction to each other where at the right times in our life, we're there for each other. Absolutely. And it's so amazing because all things come full circle, right? That now we are both so deeply ingrained in the healing and wellness visit um, but on our own terms and with our own businesses. So Lacey is a esthetician who does these miraculous, amazing facials and specializes so much in like brows that are so beautiful, lashes that are amazing. Like these gorgeous, beautiful details are what Oil of Pearls, which is her brand, is really all about and redefining beauty, you know, like this really different twist on what it means to be beautiful, which you guys know I have such an affection for, Jessica has such an affection for makeup and skin and gorgeous, like it just embracing the beauty that's there. And how do you enhance those things? And if that wasn't cool enough, Lacey and I reconnected, I don't know, three or four or five months ago about her Aura Soma journey that she's yep. on. Um, yeah. And so basically she's just one of my sweet loves from so many years. <laughs> and I love having her on the podcast, even before our Asoma became a part of the conversation. 
But now that I've had an RSOMA consultation myself and I have a few of these products in my possession and have been using them, it's kind of my new obsession. <laughs> and I can't stop reading about it, looking into it, getting excited about future services. It just made so much sense to have her on the Badass Ladies Club to share all of it with you guys. Hell so yeah. welcome, Thank Lacey. You. We're Yay. so excited Thank to you. have you here. I feel excited. <laughs> so let's see. Let's start with... You know, you've done so many things in the beauty business, right? You have been a makeup artist and worked on clients and, you know, do weddings and do services. You've also been an instructor at a cosmetology school, working with students and helping educate future estheticians and getting them in the room. You've also done inside and outside sales for huge manufacturers. Like if you think of a name of a beauty business company, it's something that Lacey has worked with <laughs> and sold and educated throughout at really high levels in corporate structures. And now you have your own business working in a room as an esthetician. So with all of this experience, okay, and with such a wide scope of the beauty business, because you've seen it in so many different places doing so many different things, why oil of pearls? Why do we bring it back down to this point where you're just working one-to-one -one with mm -hmm. people in a service? Explain how you got to this place for us. So, well, thank you. First of all, I'm mm -hmm. so excited to be here. Um, both of you are incredible, and I've been following y'all's journey, which is amazing. And there's definitely a parallel here. Mm -hmm. um, I think you guys started, what, two, two or three years ago? Podcast is a year. Podcast is a year months, ago. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. about um, one to two years into my oil of pearls journey. Um, obviously, it started more of a vision and um, bringing everything that I have experienced in beauty together in one space. Um, and that takes time, you know, building what is it going to look like? What mm -hmm. is it going to feel like? Who am I servicing? But I think that's the most important part. And you had summed it up really nicely, you know, why do all of these huge, you know, um, positions? Because for all of my time in the industry, I've been 14 years a professional, but I've been working mostly as a corporate executive for about 13 of those 14 years. Wow. Um, yeah. And let's face it. I mean, they pay you pretty nicely. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I always like to call it the golden cuffs. Mm-hmm. Had those, you know, been there. <laughs> so, and I'm sure, you know, there's still people experiencing this, but um, hopefully you can hear this and see this because my whole entire purpose was more important than any amount of money that someone could pay me. Mm -hmm. um, and that is the moment we are in, in our lives and our times is that people are extremely vulnerable. Um, there's a lot happening, a lot of change and shifts, not just in the industry, but in life in general. And taking it back down to that micro level is so important. And that's why I created Oil of Pearls was to have that human to human connection again yeah. and to do something that was really meaningful. So my entire business is focused on empowerment, self-care, um, really self trying to teach people like my um, tagline is find the true meaning of self-love here. And I want to help people on their journey wherever they're at to experience um, what true self-care and self-love can look like for themselves. Not what a brand says it is. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. is it for them? Where mm -hmm. are they at in their journey? Um, so that's where I'm at today is servicing and um, really helping my clients to achieve their idea of beauty 
um, and the simplicity that it can be. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so I, the first thing that <coughs> comes up, like listening to you talk about this, is how we throw around the word self-care a lot mm -hmm. anymore, you know, and, um, and tapping into your inner beauty. And people are so desperately starving to nourish this part of themselves that can only be touched by having a strong self-care ritual in your mm -hmm. life, whatever that looks like. And I think that for us, because the three of us came from this beauty business background that had a very heavy spa component to it, that we've been taught a bunch of self-care rituals. We have all these products to use to incorporate into self-care. Um, we're exposed to it a lot more than your average person is. But I'm going to be real. Like until the last like 18 to 24 months, I didn't use a lot of that stuff mm -mm. for my own efforts because it was just such low priority to the productivity, hustle, hit the goal, hit the mark kind of situation. I preached it to other people. I sold it to other people but it wasn't a priority for me and that it has a whole new feeling now when I think about like all the things I do for myself today that are self-care related and how that has changed my life. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter if what we're doing is cutting hair or grooming brows or doing healing sessions or hosting retreats or what, you know, like, that our job, even though it has this veil of beauty on the outside of it, at if you distill it down, it is about caring for people in a way that they so desperately need to be nourished right now. I was about to say, I mean, there's so many parallels here. Mm -hmm. um, Lacey and I, like, we just met each other, although I'm pretty sure we We've met, met a million yeah. years ago. Um, but we're getting to know each other, you know, yeah. in this, like, chapter of our lives. And, um, at the time this recording comes out, I'll probably be, you'll be in Costa Rica probably. out of the salon, yeah. but, oh, yeah. um, you know, the salon I work at is closing and I'm opening my own one chair salon and, um, it's called badass beauty and healing. Oh, and this whole idea and I even put it out in an email to every single one of my guests that everyone's like, why badass beauty and healing? Why badass beauty and healing? And it's this idea of, um, first of all, I love the term badass. I mean, <laughs> clearly. obviously, <laughs> clearly. but <laughs> um, I love the term badass because it has nothing to do with how you look or how much money you have or anything mm -hmm. like that. It's all about your energy and um, your soul. But as a hairdresser and as an esthetician and as a makeup artist, we can do everything on the outside to make you aesthetically beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but none of that matters until you start healing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that true beauty comes from this like soul part of um, healing from the inside out. And that can do more for you than any, you know, brow wax, facial, hair color, haircut, yeah. you know, Absolutely. lash set that you could ever put on yourself. Yeah, you know, so true. And that's, again, that was sort of um, my focus with the company and my core values is it's not just about um, what are we doing on the outside. It's also, you know, to me, it's 
inside reflects outside, outside reflects inside. That's how I've always viewed beauty for my entire career path, which is why, again, trying to filter out all the things that we've been told Mm -hmm. and ingrained from every channel, you know, of our lives from being a child, excuse me, until adulthood into working in the industry to really just being a consumer in today's market. There is so much noise Mm -hmm. and everybody is going to tell you or have an idea of what they think beauty is. There's trends. But what I really find fascinating about it is that it's a universal language that can bring us all together, but it's what makes us individually so different and so separate. And that's why it's so important to care for the individual Mm -hmm. and not so much about what are, you know, what's the next trend. And you'll find, you know, on my website, I literally say we don't necessarily follow trends here. This is about. I love that because I have a problem with trends. Yep. Especially in the hair world. I don't know how it is in the aesthetics world, but I have so many clients who ask me, so what's next? I'm like, there hasn't been a hair trend, let's be honest, <laughs> right? since, I mean, the last big ones I remember are like the Victoria Beckham Posh Spice Bob right. and the Miley Cyrus undercut. Mm-hmm. But those were both extreme haircuts that you had to kind of have like, there was a level of commitment there involved was a level in of having commitment a hair involved like that. with yeah. both of those haircuts. They liked it, but they didn't want to wear it. Right. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I've just been telling people like it's really anything goes, which is kind of cool and also like as an artist really frustrating because people always want to know the trends and I'm like no such thing exists in 2022. Yeah, everything is welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, but I love the idea of like, let's talk about what your trend is. Yeah. Right. You know, like, what is it right for you? Right. Because well, in all trends, even in like one of my favorite makeup classes to teach was the fashion week class, Mm. because we would take the trend from fashion week and we would say, look, this is what we did on runway for Chloe. And this is how we can tweak it to make it right for you. Yeah. Because it was never about just duplicating exactly what you saw on the runway. It was about being inspired by what you saw on the runway and making it your own. Love that. So if what we did was a cobalt blue smoky eye all the way up to the brow, well, that might look like a cobalt blue eyeliner Mm -hmm. on someone, you know, like, and that the magic wasn't the trend. The magic was the artist that interpreted the trend Mm -hmm. that made it fit the person in their chair. And so there's these variables that come into trends that are always about you trust the artist you're working with and that artist is invested in making it something customized for you, which is so beautiful when you think about the way the three of us have distilled down our careers to these places now where we are working one-to-one with people and really crafting looks and healings and you know like beauty structures that are right for the individual it beats the hell out of the carbon copy crap that you see come out of big box shop salons and spas you know like where it really isn't about the guest it really is about volume right yeah it really is about productivity it really is about hitting the goal and there's no time to distill it down to the individual and what's right for them and do that well if what you're focused on is volume Right. Yeah. I mean, that was what I, I had to step away from it. Yeah. I had to, um, excuse me, I'm having like a, I'm going to grab my water. Do it. Grab your water. You can grab your water. While you're doing that. Yeah. 
It, I activated your throat chakra right now. I know. I, w- I had like a little itch in my throat too. I was like, what is up? Yeah. No, it's, uh, but this is also, guys, like part of speaking truth. Right. <laughs> stirs up all kinds of Our stuff throat in that throat right space. now are like, ah, what are um, you doing? Yeah, no. It's, dude, real life. No. Real yeah. life is magic. Okay. This um, really just happened. It's all good. So, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say is I had to step away Excuse me. From making it about everything that comes from the connection to those companies and the big picture of where are we going next? What's the next trend? You know, how much money are we going to make? Who's the client we're attracting? So not authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, and I don't want to make this all about that, but. I mean, I lived it for so many years and so did you guys, but there's also so many people that are still doing very similarly what we've done. Um, My most important part was just to step away and make it authentic, not just to others, but for myself and to speak my truth and to share my vision of what I believe beauty is in the world, because I think it's really important right now not just for me, but for so many people. And I had to break a lot of things that I, you know, have learned and been ingrained along the way. And every time I'm self-checking myself, well, I know this will make me a lot of money, but is this right for the client? Is this right? Does this stand in alignment with my vision? Mm -hmm. Does it speak my truth? Is it meaningful? Um, and that's really challenging to do in business because it's a constant. So hard. Yeah. Alignment is such a big word there. Right. And, you know, it's in working with people that are entrepreneurs and sp- specifically solopreneurs. Okay. So like people like the three of us who are like, I have a company and I own, operate, make the decisions, do all the things. Right. Is that you can do lots of things, you know, like if it comes down to like all the things I'm excited about doing, you really have to narrow it down to the thing that creates the most joy. Mm-hmm. Because when it's based on what makes the most money, the joy isn't a part of that conversation, you know, and money comes when you focus in this space of what lights me up, right? what sets me on fire. And that that's really easy to say on the surface when you have a company and you have a brand that you've already started and you've got some momentum going. But I remember how that felt when none of that existed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so what brings me joy? And then there was this paralyzing heart crushing fear that was like, how will I survive? Mm -hmm. How will I make it if I'm not focused on what makes money and what hits goals? And that there is this element of like retraining your nervous system and your mind to be like, your desires are safe guidance. Right. What lights you up is the truth, okay? Like, and we're taught so often that what we want is selfish or out of our reach or not realistic and all the, and so then we learn to shut down this urge inside of us to follow our joy, you know? When in actuality, following the joy is what leads to the abundance, you know, to the bigger, to the company growing and expanding and having employees maybe and, you know, like moving in different directions. There's room for all of it, but it all starts with the joy. It all starts with what lights you up. But giving yourself permission to start there is the work. Yeah. It is the journey, okay? Like, 
And it's not just work that you do once and you're like, okay, I figured it out. Now I can follow my joy. Like (laughs) it's a daily thing where you have to continue to remind yourself. Yeah. And you know, Lacey and I have had this conversation amongst ourselves several times where since I quit my day job seven months ago, eight months ago, I've had a good four or five job offers that like got my freaking attention where I was like, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of flexibility. It's something I'm kind of interested in. It's something I know I could slay. All right. You know, where like there, it wasn't a question of, can I do this job? You know, and it wasn't a question of it would change my life financially in these major ways. The question was, does this support my joy? And your truth. And my truth. And what I left my last set of golden handcuffs to pursue. (laughs) And the answer on all of those fronts was no. And no. And no, it didn't. Mm. And so in each one of those circumstances, then I have this opportunity to continue to say, no, my priority is following this bliss, following this joy, betting on myself, trusting that my desires are safe guidance. And every time that you can up level in this way and let things go with grace and love because their timing isn't right or it's not meant for you for whatever reason. And I know in my heart of hearts that those opportunities are going to the perfect people. You know, that are so aligned with them. So it's really not about like there's a righteous way and a not righteous way or there's this good way that I'm doing things and every other way is not right. That when I let go of things, those are dreams and answered prayers for the people that they come to. And it allows so much room and so much freeness around that. But you have to be willing to hold steady to this find your joy and follow your bliss because if you don't, the universe will not get in your way when you're like, no, that paycheck sounds nice and secure I'll come back around to my own story later, you know, and that that happens really consistently when you start to go your own path as this constant scale of what do you really want? Because it's about so much more than the money. Yeah, definitely yeah. is. And I'm like laughing because, you know, like I've had several. Girl, I know. There's like three different companies over the course of like two weeks. Oh, you know, can we interview you? Can we talk to you? And I'm like, I'm not I'm not looking for a position, obviously. Mm hmm. But to your point, it's this momentum that you're putting and what they say is like, you know, obviously the energy you put out is the energy you get. And so not that we're just attracting attracting the right people and the clients that we want to see, but what we're doing is so important that there's companies still looking for individuals just like us that are saying, can we have you because you know, you're rare still in our beauty industry today. We really need someone that has a vision that can lead, is willing to, you know, communicate um, and be the trusted leaders that they still need in this beauty industry, but we can also do it on an individual basis and it does not have to be with a company. Um, And I think that's the the breakaway part Um, because while you can be honored and flattered, again, does it go down to, is this in aligned with my truth? And it takes a lot of trust and faith yeah. to keep just riding on yourself. And support. Yeah. 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 And it's so funny because I, I thought about it for all of those years we've been doing what we've been doing, you know, sacrificing a lot of time, family things, you know, a lot of energy invested into the beauty industry, but also to other people's vision or other people's dreams. And yet... You haven't really necessarily invested that much time on your own vision, on your own dream. And so, you know, there's a self-check there and a mirror that we all have to look in and go, 
wow, I'm willing to give that much of my time, that much of my energy um, to other people's dreams and visions. But why won't I invest that much time in my own dream and vision? It's like Mm -hmm. you have to kind of sit with that for Mm -hmm. a minute. I have a question for you just because I'm going through this myself with closing one salon and opening my own gig. um, And I think Laurie went through this a little bit, too. But when you left your like super steady Mm -hmm. golden handcuff job um, and went out on your own with your own brand, what did you receive criticism or feedback where people were like, "Mm, are you sure? Yes, absolutely. Isn't that funny. That's <laughs> my God. What is wrong with mind. people? I'll I'll tell you one, and it was actually quite um, funny to me. But it was, it was like a, I'm happy for you. But then there was like a, I don't know. It seems like maybe you know interesting times to be making such a shift like this. And it was because my position I was giving up was in March 9th of 2020. I literally gave up my position. Oh my God. Yeah. So I've been working. Like, mm, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> I've been working yeah. for eight years for the same corporate kind of company. It's a major multi-billion dollar corporation mm-hmm. company. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is the right time. And I even in fact said, so I already had another position lined up. I was doing the business to business selling with another company. It was salon and spa base as opposed to um, the retail side. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know we were going to go into lockdowns. Obviously, I don't think any of us. Yeah. Knew. So it was March 9th of 2020. We started lockdowns on March 12th. Yeah. <laughs> so I will later, say, like... I mean, I'm human. I'm not, <laughs> you know, magical in that way. I was like, I was like, okay. Wow. What did I just do? <laughs> what an interesting Three days time. later, we're in lockdown. I was like, so do I still have that job? Do I not have that job I just took? Um, what's happening here in the world? And I was like, you know what? I'm Okay. Even if this job doesn't go through because, you know, now they have to change their their positioning. You know, we've got these lockdowns. Maybe they don't want to still keep the the role. I was like, I still would not have changed my decision to leave. Mm. So whether it's something secure, something not secure, I was that ready to say, I'm done here. My journey has to keep going on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think anyone that's going to say to you, are you sure, um, you know, do you really want to do this? You know, but what about X, Y, and Z? Um, I think for me, I'm always willing to hear and listen, but I don't, I don't use someone else's gauge of what they think, how they see it ever as my temperature. You've always yeah. been like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, like, in fact, if you're telling me things, it makes me believe I'm onto something that you obviously can see this is going to yeah. be great and it's going to work. And, you know, I don't know that they're necessarily doing it in a, they don't want you to succeed. Of course. But there's a lot of self that comes out in those words from someone else to you where they don't have the, the courage to do it. Mm-hmm. They don't have um, the belief in themselves or what they're capable of doing. So I kind of just look at that and I'm always, you know, very empathetic in those situations. Just like an observation where you're like, okay, that's where you are. Yeah. You know, like I want to be there for someone and say, you know, oh, well, you could do the same. But I I don't ever overstep my boundaries. I just say, you know, yeah, this for me is right. You know, that's my truth. Um, But then those will always be the ones that will come back around and then 
maybe years later, they're trying to do exactly what it is that you're doing. So, you know, that's just the way it works. But I think that's also them sort of putting something in your mind that should tell you, like, you don't want always everybody going along with you. Mm -hmm. You need those moments of reserve to also look back and say, well, is, you know, you need you need the gauge to go back and forth not just for yourself, because you're you're so gun ho about your vision and your dream. But what are some of the challenges that could come along with it? And you do need to have those people that sort of put, you know, those moments in your mind to go, okay, what could this look like? So that you can sit and self reflect, you know, she's giving so much more of a gracious answer than I have been. (laughs) I've been calling Laurie like, sporadically being like, you will never believe what someone said to me today. <laughs> the balls these people have. Well, and it's like, calm down. It's okay. really it's interesting. interesting. It's great. I mean, I, I want people to not go along with my vision. Because if everybody wanted to do exactly what it is that I would do, what would make me unique? Right? Yeah. You know, what is going to individualize you? What's going to make you stand apart? I mean, you picked a bold name for this, both of you, but you picked a bold name now for your salon. Mm -hmm. And I don't think what you're trying to do is small. So you're not going to have people that can even see it. And on this, that's a big point, like whole concept too. like it was people doing things like this, not like this specifically, but like me watching women make huge moves and start their own businesses and have podcasts and helping other people and nourishing that part of them that made me want to do that. Right. You know? And so if there's somebody who's pushing back against what I'm doing, I like to think of that as I was scared once too mm-hmm. to make a move like this. Oh, yeah. And that, and I've told people I've been that guy who was like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, mm-hmm. what about this? And what about that? Like in a less healed Laurie, I was in their mindset. Right. Right. And I straight up had people tell me, yeah, but you're not just going to like go on vacation with people and have a podcast. Like, (laughs) that's not a job. And you're like, guess what? And guess what? (laughs) That's my freaking job right now, you know, like, and it's amazing. (laughs) And I created that, you know, like I had to commit to that. I had to follow through on it. I had to make sacrifices, you know, like to get to where it is. But yeah, that's my job now. I love it. Because I freaking decided that's what my job was. And you can decide what you want your job to be, too. Um... One of my favorite stories, though, about this conversation is when Aubrey was trying to explain to his mom what I was doing when I quit my job, <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> which he has always been really vocal with his family that Laurie makes all the money, you know, like that I am a kept man and I get to go work at my bike shop, you know, and make next to nothing because my wife is hella successful and makes all the money. And so then when he told his parents that I was quitting my job, you know, and they were both like okay, so what are you going to do? And (laughs) I would explain to them, well, you know, we're going to work on the podcast and we're developing these retreats and I'm going to be a coach and a healer and da, da, da. And they kind of looked at me like with this blank look and Aubrey says, people are just going to pay her to be Laurie Wallace. (laughs) I I love that. That's really true. Like, yes, I get paid to be Laurie Wallace, which to his point is a lot of what I got paid for when I had a day job. I had all these other responsibilities and things that I had to do that took up time and space. And that was fine. But ultimately my whole career, I've been getting paid to be Laurie Wallace and where I focus Laurie Wallace has changed a little bit from time to time, but it's the same thing with what all of us are doing. Like we're all being paid to embody this space, you know, that we take up and how we choose to channel that is a reflection of it. But, um, yeah, I, 
there was something that we learned back in the salon days. It was like a personality typing thing. And there is this type of person. Like an Enneagram? So, similar yeah. to an Enneagram, but it was different. I don't remember like what it was. Like a different system of. Yes. Yeah. But it was basically like organizing your team. Mm. So you knew who the idea people were, who the doers were, who the planners were. And then there was this devil's advocate person. And their whole job was just to shoot holes in the plan. <laughs> because then when they shoot holes in the plan, then the planners refine the places where mm. the holes are, you know? So then the doers know what we need to do to keep this plan on task. And what it did was it like trained everybody on what their position was. So then we work out the kinks before we actually put it into practice. Nice. So this devil's advocate person or this person that's always challenging you about what's going on actually has like a lot of value in your life if you trust that person and mm. if you trust their, you know, like yeah. instincts where they're, then it can be like, hey, I have this idea. Let me tell you about it. And you walk into that knowing they're going to shoot holes in it, but you want them to yeah. because it's only going to make your idea stronger, you know, and more marketable, successful, whatever it is that you're doing. And I always loved that take. Mm -hmm. So then when I get people in my life who are trying to shoot holes on into things, I can try and look at that in a constructive way for how I might use that to make my idea better and stronger while at the same time knowing that there are some things that I just know better than them because I'm me and it's my fucking idea. <laughs> like that, that is, and I say that a lot about badass retreats. Mm -hmm. I shared this idea of wanting to find a place where I could host retreats and go three or four times a year. And at the time I wanted it to be like, you know, you could bring your whole leadership team from the salon and, you, you know, they hit a goal and we could do a training and we could do this. And I mean, people shit all over the idea. They hated yeah. it. They loved it. They thought it was a great idea, but they just wanted to tell but me like, every reason realistic. in the world why it wasn't okay. Yeah. Um, and all of those people really benefited from me staying where I was at. Oh, for sure. You know, like that ultimately I can see now that it wasn't a bad idea. It was a fucking great idea mm -hmm. that took me less than a year to put into practice. Okay. Mm -hmm. With zero investment. Yeah. I had no money to put into it, you know, like all I had was connections and people that were willing to, you know, like brainchild it out and work it with me. And that it was never about them thinking it was a good idea. Mm -hmm. It was about me believing that I could do it enough that it didn't matter what they said. Right. And as soon as it became about that, well, then things fall into place really, really quickly. Yeah. Something interesting. You are both talking and I'm like laughing like inside going, you know, we're sitting here talking about these people that are challenging, you know, us along the way and what our ideas are. But I know, I know you well, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm guessing I could probably put, you know, two and two together because you guys are together here <laughs> that you're probably very similar in this. But I have challenged the path the whole way. You are a challenger. Yes. <laughs> I know this about you. And I know that you guys too probably didn't take the easiest cut of a path. Right. In your whole entire mm -hmm. life or career. So it's funny that we're going to just go about it and do it our own way anyways mm -hmm. when we're in whatever role that we're in before until now. And it's just funny that that is who we are at our core. So when you have another challenger come along the way <laughs> and wants to shoot holes mm -hmm. in it, it makes you really go, wait a second here. You know, like, why are you challenging me? Where is this coming from? But yeah. that's... I think that's what's good about it. Again, you know, you need people to to really kind of stand in front of you and make you think. And I'll just kind of because I know everybody's probably been looking at these bottles. Oh, yeah, going, we're getting what's there. What's happening? Mm -hmm. we're, getting we're getting there. there. But 
when we get onto this and we talk about more of it, you know, a lot of everything is a reflection mm -hmm. from people to us and from us to people. It's all about this mirror that can happen. And so because it's bothered you, there's something there <laughs> that I think it's your own sort of to look inside and figure out how come it's bothering you so bad. And I, I would just guess that it has a little bit to do with your own belief at your core. And I don't mean to like go so deep. Oh, girl. And we, go, we go deep here. I right? go, yeah, I don't mean to go so deep. But it's just usually like when someone is saying something and it's, it's bringing up something in you and there's an energy there tied to it. It's usually not. It is about them. And so we have to learn that. But then if it really has that much energy in your own self, it's probably more about your own journey of healing and looking in and saying, you know, why is what they say bothering me so much? Mm -hmm. And I think it has a lot to do probably with your growth on your journey from that transition and your own trust and belief and faith in what you've got going on. Oh, for sure. Could be no, on a I very just, unconscious level. I just had to like laugh at myself for a minute because literally on Saturday before you hopped on our Zoom interview, Laurie and I were on the Zoom call just privately before you jumped in. And I'm like, so-and-so said this to me and can you fucking believe we were just this? Having the conversation, yeah. I was like literally going <laughs> off and then I saw you joined and I'm like, oh, hi, Lacey. Hey, girl, what's up? You know, and I'm like, okay, out of it now. It's and fine. to the point though, like, because... Lacey, you are so different than I am, especially if we talk about these like 13 to 15 years that you were in corporate, right? Is that you never really looked for validation outside of Lacey. <laughs> like any time that you ever wanted God, to do I anything you. and you were like telling me your big grand plans about all this stuff, I remember thinking, God, if I had like an ounce of this girl's confidence, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that and that Jessica and I are very much the opposite of that. We're we like seek validation. Yeah, most of our careers, we were looking to someone to tell yeah. us yeah. you've done well, yeah. you've arrived, you're ready for this now. Like instead of you've always been like, I'm ready for this. I'm going for this. I'm yeah. doing this, you know, and that watching you quantum leap mm -hmm. into these big roles or these giant opportunities or all of these things that like you would tell me one day you were wanting something <laughs> and then like two days later you would be actually having it. <laughs> that that was something that you just came into this world doing. Yes. For me, I had to learn these things about right. myself, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you think about like where my like healing journey started, which was about six months prior to launching Badass Ladies Club, mm -hmm. and that that was about a year and a half ago, and that I've been on this process of healing these wounds within myself, where now I don't need the validation that I mm -hmm. once did. And I'm acquiring this skill that you came into this world with. You know, yeah. I am now actualizing things in a matter of days sometimes, you know, Love like it. that are coming to fruition. And Jessica is also doing the same thing. And so it yep. really is so much about finding this piece of yourself that you're ready to heal so you can quantum leap into these giant, you know, opportunities and things. And it's so funny if you go back and listen to early podcasts, you know, how much Jessica did not want to own her own business. <laughs> and that even us having the podcast, she was like, no, this is a business. Like this shit is work, you know? And that uh, sometimes you get into things before you're ready. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you learn that you and can the universe do it. is like, haha, yeah. take this. Oh, you think this is hard? Like, yeah. watch this, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I just love the 
symmetry of it because it is so different for each one of us, but it's the same core situation, which is how healed can you get until you realize what your real potential is. And every layer that you heal into, you realize your own true greatness. You realize there is no limit and your expansion is infinite. And the more you tap into that, then pulling off these little things that we thought were such a big deal aren't such a big deal anymore. You know, like you allow it instead of pushing for it. Right. Let's get into it. I want to talk about our Soma thing. <laughs> like we could jam on. Uh, I know. I feel like I could keep going, but if we but do, we're not going we're to. Never gonna yes. End. I'm excited. Okay. So let's start with this idea of color because Jessica's a hair colorist. Mm-hmm. Lacey and I are makeup artists. Color is a big part of our worlds professionally. Yes. Um, but you're working with color in a totally new way. Completely new. Tell us about it. Well, I say completely new, but it is actually an ancient teaching and ancient wisdom is color therapy. Um, It's more well known, I would say, in times. um, I mean, if you think back in Egypt, um, actually, in fact, Mexico is where my mentor and educator who trained me on this system said that they have one of the most beautiful color rooms in the world that still exists today. You can go into it. And so when you really think about um, what is it, how do we bring it into modern day and talk about it, um, it's something that has already been known, but has been like sort of a lost art, a lost teaching, a lost wisdom. And so um, the woman who created this, um, her name is Vicki Wall. She's no longer um, here, but she um, created the system so that people could experience it in modern day and modern times. And so um, she kind of like to say it's old wine and new bottles, um, mm. which I think is great because Beautiful. part of the yeah. system is very much tied to these equilibrium bottles. And so um, kind of getting into why color, why color therapy, um, I think it's really simple when I break it down to the very beginning when I started to learn this and, you know, I'm sitting there in Sedona, Arizona with my mentor. Her name is Shanto and she is the woman who trained and educated me on this system. She said with 12 bottles laying down on the the ground, um, okay, and this is the makeup and this is the meaning of life. And I'm just like like (laughs) hit with a ton of bricks and I'm going, what did she just say to me? And I'm like scratching my head going, is it really that simple? And I mean, it kind of is. It's like so simple and deep at it the same is. time. Um, so I'll just elaborate on that. So 12, 12 colors. So you have primary, secondary, tertiary colors. Um, but when you start to really look at it from large down to micro. So what's the color of the sky? Blue. What's the color of grass? Green. Um, you know, and we have this universal understanding of color what are things colored and what some of the meaning is but there's not a language to it or language behind it so when you really start to get into those deeper layers and those deeper levels color has not just a meaning tied to an assignment this couch is blue you know i'm wearing green pants your hair is violet Mm -hmm. um we 
can actually use color on other levels in our system. So it can have changes and make changes within your energetic system, just talking about them, just having the conversation. What do these true meanings of the color stand for? So it can affect emotional, mental, physical capacities within our own bodies just by talking about it. So I'll just, you know, point out the, um, I'll grab the bottle so everybody can see. I'll just point out the more of like a turquoise and we used the color even, uh-oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Technical Things falling apart. We do it all the time. It's yeah. all good. But notice whenever I had the energy over here, yeah, it just it like popped Bow. off. Yeah. yeah. So um, we used turquoise before we started in the podcast because it is a um, color that's tied to creative communication, um, specifically in media. Um, And it helps to sort of help us speak our truth Mm -hmm. in communication. We weren't planning to go that way in the podcast. (laughs) What happened? Yeah. And then the whole podcast (laughs) in that beginning portion became about that. We've been speaking truth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... um, That's why I just wanted to start with a color that was a lot to do with media, media communications, um, and sort of just grounding us in this space. Um, But for someone who maybe selects this bottle as their third position bottle, which is, and I'm probably getting a little too far, but I'll explain all that in just a minute and it'll probably tie back to this. But that would mean that they're doing something at this moment, probably, that has a lot to do with communicating, public communication, possibly job related, could be just in their own general life. I think you had some turquoise I did. probably in her, your consultation. So I did like a full consultation with, or maybe not even a full one. I think we did like a half consultation, a 30 minute um, last week. Yes. So it hasn't even been a full week since I experienced the system for the first time. And you guys know, like, I'm totally into healing modalities. Like I will try any kind of crazy shit you throw at me. I'll be like, <laughs> okay, let's do it, you know? Um, but I pulled four bottles and having Lacey walk through, like, you know, you do, she doesn't tell you anything about it before you pull these bottles, right? She just pulled four bottles. And so from the shelves, I picked the four and obviously the order in which you pull them is important and what colors you choose are important. Not knowing any of this stuff, when you read through this consult with me that tied each color and bottle to where it was positioned and how and why I chose it, first of all, the energy in the room was like insane. Like both of us were like covered in chills. I got teary a couple of times. Like it was a really powerful, energetic experience. But just the profound messaging behind each one of them Like, I felt so seen. And it was so specific in tune to exactly, not just what I was going through, but, like, there were a couple of things that I was telling you, like, these are, like, some of them were, like, deep childhood wounds that I had already been resolving just within the last 24 hours. That some of these bottles that she was pulling, I was like, holy effing shit, guys. Like, this is blowing my mind. And within the week... I've seen such interesting energetic shifts in me around a lot of these concepts. Um, This is powerful stuff. And I have participated in like my own versions of like, I'm really big about like what color my nails are Mm -hmm. and how that's connecting. Right. And what am I manifesting? And so what (laughs) color am I going to choose? Or, you know, like I haven't colored my hair in a long time, but like back when my hair has been every color of the rainbow, like 
or what color eyeshadow I'm going to wear today or whatever the case is. Like I am inspired by color and I connect to color on an energetic level and have my whole life, but never like I did in this consultation. Yeah. Like it is... And Jessica's actually going to get a little uh, live poll on the podcast today. I'm so excited. So what kind of poll are you going to do with Jessica? So what we're going to do, um, and you summed it up really nicely. So in a normal um, consultation where it's a longer, it would be based on four bottles. Um, first position bottle being your here and now. Uh, or I'm sorry, first bottle position being your mission and purpose. Sort of what you were brought here to do you know, in this lifetime. Um, your second position bottle has a lot to do with gifts and talents that support um, your mission and purpose. And it also is where our challenges sometimes are presented to us in life um, along the journey. So one and two bottle are tied to the sum of the past. And the third position is really about your here and now. It's what is sort of on your journey right now. What are you doing? What are you going through? Um, and it's an important one because um, Vicki Wall, who, again, created the system, she wouldn't even do four, four bottle pulls. She said, well, what does it matter about the future bottle? Right. If right now in the here and now you're not listening and taking the message. And I'm like, whoa, you know, OK. Yeah. <laughs> and she was a little bit more passionate and stronger about her her whole vision of, you know, exactly how this works. But she had a lot of truth and and meaning and understanding in it because it is true. That's why a lot of, um, you know, everything, meditation, yoga, all these different practices that try to center you here to the ground, bring you into your space, mm -hmm. into your, you know, inside is about being present. It's about what are we doing? And why are we doing it? And it's it's that exact moment you can really see and self-reflect um, a lot about it. Um, but then the fourth position bottle is your future present. So it's kind of where you are in your journey and what you have to look forward to. All of the consultations are focused on positivity. They're all focused on, you know, um, really a moment for you to sit with the color and self-reflect because it is a mirrored image of you specifically. Um, it's non-invasive, it's self-selective. So you pull the colors, I guide you in the colors. That's all it is, is I kind of give you keywords, you know, key points for you to understand them better. Um, what ends up happening though, is you start to have these unveilings at deeper levels. Okay. Um, wow. and uh, let me, Lacey's being really humble right now. Okay. <laughs> What she does in this consultation, though, and I can tell you this because I am a healer, have been my whole life, but have been actively working it with other people for a while now. I just started opening doors inside of myself of things that I didn't even realize were there, you know, and that Lacey could take one word that I would say and pull it from this thing I was saying and it connected everything in such a beautiful way. Like there is a um, energetic transaction that's happening between the person who's facilitating your consultation and the person that's receiving it. And I know this because I know how I work with people and I didn't even realize that she was working that with me until it was happening, you know? 
And I didn't expect it, you yeah. know, like I knew what we were doing, but I didn't know enough about what we were doing until I was like eyeballs deep in it and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I see what's going on here. But the beauty part of it is it's like you're she's not even trying, y'all. Like it just is this beautiful, organic yeah. container that you get to be a part of that opens and activates all of these things inside of you. And so much like intuitive healing, like Jessica and I are working with in our own practices, the medicine continues to work long after you've left the consultation. Like I, for like I said, it's not even been a week and like daily, two or three times a day, I'm like, huh, yeah, the robe. Okay. Like I get it. You know, like it's so, it's so interesting that, um, the work you're doing is so potent. Yes. And that's that's really how it was designed was a lot of it is what's already designed and created there. Mm -hmm. How we're meant to guide these consultations and which is um, just to become a practitioner. It's over the course of a three month process. Um, you have to do sessions and work yourself over a course of several days for the workshops. But even to do it, um, you have to become immersed in it yourself. Yeah. So part of it is, you know, healing yourself while you're, you know, working to work with others to heal. Um, so a portion is definitely related to the system. I would say a large portion, but then a lot of it also has to do with intuition and sure. your ability to take what's happening at the moment and these words and what's sort of manifesting and make sure that your full experience gets you, you know, exactly to where you need to be on the end of that session. Um, so as you mentioned, a beginning portion is the consultation itself and there's continuation, like you can have more than one session. The first session is really just your introduction into the system. Um, you can do longer reads. Um, you can do reads with a with a group. Like if you had two best friends that wanted to do a read mm -hmm. together, you can do stuff like that. Um, couples, those kind of things. Um, Entire weekend long badass retreats. <laughs> like, yeah. We're going to get into She's been talking yes. about this a lot. I'm so not going to let it go. Be on the lookout uh, for that. <laughs> um, but so, what happens in the consultation is very powerful. And even if you walk away with none of the bottles or no colors to use, um, you're still going to have a major shift yes. and major changes. Right. Just the occur. information alone. Yes. Is... Information alone is a lot. But really, where you start to see even bigger shifts and changes and circumstances sort of tying around this for you to move in bigger ways is if you were to take one of the bottles so you can choose or select a color from your reading to work with. Um, these are considered what they call equilibrium bottles. Um, so I'll actually show you really quick because the first one I showed you was just a turquoise over turquoise. So it looked like a solid bottle. This one would be, um, this one might be kind of light. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. So this is a dual equilibrium bottle. So it actually has light pink on the top and then a light um, blue on the bottom. And there's several that are layered two separate colors, which those alone have different meanings from top to bottom. And there's 120 bottles total, and right? Right. Yes. And we only have... We have a <laughs> sampling here. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so <laughs> many bottles. select like, few yeah. here, but there's 120 bottles in the entire system. Um, and it's a very cool... I'll maybe sum it up with that in just a bit when we're, we're getting on the tail end of this 
kind of how those 120 bottles even exist and why they exist because they each have a meaning in the system. Um, but you can take an equilibrium bottle and these are used differently than what we've used at the beginning of this, which are considered pomanders and quintessence. So if you're from like Aveda or Beauty World, you probably know, um, you know, aromas or aromatherapy, that kind of stuff. Um, but this is actually colors um, in this particular bottle. This one does not. These don't have aromas to them. So equilibrium bottles are about what's actually in them. And it's 49 different plants and crystal herbs. Um, and they are very selected to how they work, the system that they work in and where you maybe even apply them on the body. Very, very specific. And then the quintessence and the pomanders, I'll show you those just one second. I can't say enough about my equilibrium bottle that I brought home. Okay, hold on. So the equilibrium bottle isn't an aroma, but you no. still apply it yes. to the body. Yes. And okay. the one that I have that I've been using for a few days, like I'm telling you, I twist the cap and it like opens this portal, you know, where okay, I'm like, whoa, cool. like they are powerful, powerful. potent ingredients in yes. there. Yeah. And so then the pomanders and the quintessence, they look a little bit more like this. And... um. The pomanders are meant to, just like it sounds, be used on the palm. Um, the quintessence are used on the wrist. And there's a little bit of a guided like meditation that I do um, very fast because you can do it at the start of your day, at the close of your day, throughout the day. Um, but it's really cool because they're they're easy to put in your purse, your pocket, you know, your apron while you're working, yeah. cutting someone's hair. If you need to go take a break <laughs> in like, the hold back. On. <laughs> hold on a second. I need to ground myself. This is, you know, yes. you have those clients sometimes, you know, I'm you just know. saying. Mm -hmm. There, there's a lot of energy that can be exchanged or there, family so. members or children yes. or whatever, you know, life like, in general in life. Um, and these support you kind of along the way for whatever you have going on and whatever these changes or shifts that you have happening to really align you more to your whole truth, your mission and purpose, you know, why or what brings you great joy. You know, we've used that word a lot. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the big picture. So for you, what I'm going to do is what you call like a here and now um, quick reading. So you're only going to select one bottle, which okay. then is, and I feel like you're, you, I feel like you've been eyeballing something. So I, I kind of guess you already know what you want to pull. Yes. So you're going to grab that bottle. I'm going to grab just really quick out of my bags. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here I go. Okay. Here's your bottle. Okay. Yeah. This one. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it too. I saw her at it. I mean, yeah. So pretty. Isn't it beautiful? Yes. It is beautiful. Okay. You're going to love this bottle. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you see how excited Lori gets? It's not even her read. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> it's, there's a lot of power just even hearing someone else's. Yes. It's beautiful. So thank you for actually participating in this. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm excited because <laughs> I'm like, you picked a really great, powerful one. Okay. So you know what we're doing here, but for a client, I would just let you know. So you've selected your bottle, which is for your here and now session. Um, this is self-selected, non-invasive. I'm just going to go over with you now what this actually means for you in the here and now. Okay. Sounds good? Okay. First of all, your eyes are beautiful and they kind of match this bottle. Oh my bottle. God, Indeed, thank you. They do, yeah. <laughs> There's something there, guys. Okay. So this is bottle number 63 in the system. It's emerald green over pale green. And when shaken together, we don't shake these bottles for consultations because they're meant to be used with every single person. But say if you decided you want to take this bottle home today, um, 
you actually activate it by by shaking it together. Okay. So you have your bottle, don't you? Okay. So maybe in a minute, if you want to pull it and we'll shake it. Yeah, on her. Yeah. So this particular bottle would shake together still as the color green, but some system or some in the system actually shake together as a whole different color, which is really cool because then you would have sort of three colors. colors yeah, 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 you theory, yeah. Have three yes. colors present in one bottle. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So um, this is called Dual Quill, and Hilarion is the name of this bottle. Um, it's a truth discovered when one gives oneself space to just be. I'm dying over here already. <laughs> I can't. Like, I don't I can't. think I have to say anything else right wow. now. I love it. Oh my gosh. You know what's funny? I know someone named Hilarion. What? I've never heard of anyone named Hilarion. I love, I love it. it. I know someone named Hilarion. Mm, oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. So say it again. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, say, say it again. again. So this is just like an affirm, like, like this like is like an, an affirmation. Yeah. It's sort of an uh, affirmation, but it's like at the big picture. Mm. We're just saying a truth discovered when one gives oneself the space to be. <sighs> Laurie Wallace. I, like I said, I'm dying over here. It's so <laughs> perfect. So what's interesting, because the whole beginning of this podcast, you were actually talking a lot yeah. about this. Yeah. Sort of place you're in, you're moving paths. Yes. Yeah. And your whole essence right now is tied to space for you. And I'm about to go on. <laughs> how many times in our meeting this morning did I say, I need a healing retreat just as bad as all of our paying clients right. are coming on this healing retreat. I mean, retreat. yeah, we're leaving in weeks. Yeah, um, yeah to go and a do truth this. Gosh. Discovered when one gives oneself the space to be. Amazing. Well, I'm about to be here in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being. I'm being. So your so your affirmation that you could do with the position of this bottle is I'm in the right place at the right t- time and doing the right thing. Mm, that right there. It's hard. Is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. This is your here and now bottle. So this yeah. is almost like an affirmation. Yeah. Like the whole bottle, not just that I read an affirmation. Right. Okay. So this is actually in the master set. So there are sets within the system. So there's like a chakra set. There's a master set. There's an angel set, an archangel set. And they're not really, I don't want to get too tied up on that, um, but I'll give you like the biggest picture on that so when you look at the whole system 120 bottles it follows in alignment with man you know humanity's journey to full consciousness so it actually aligns with um if people are into wanching um which is you know a chinese teaching and wisdom it follows along with um matrix of if anybody's into numerology like what path are you on mm-hmm. um the whole system aligns to not just color but numbers as well um and then the other factor is if you are into tarot which i don't really use tarot in this um but if you are into tarot tarot readings or tarot in general the understanding of it is like the major arcanas, which again have to do with consciousness and mm-hmm. bringing man into where we are today in modern times. So even in the system, there's doors or what they call like gateways or paths where major shifts have happened in the world. So an example would be this, these masters was really very potent and alive and thriving in more like the 70s era 
And you have to just think about like what was going on during that time. It was a major yeah. awakening, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the master set and the masters themselves, if you notice, there is a light pale color. So it's light or white being illuminated with the color, which means it's even stronger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of just give you a little bit deeper there. So the wind- wisdom that comes through the search, the ability to make appropriate decisions in relation to our life purpose, to be able to find the appropriate direction that will take us to where we need to be, the understanding of karmic seeds and the way we are to do what we are to do. Jessica. <laughs> Lacey's face right now is like, I'm like, oh my God. Um, I didn't know what she was going to pull, but now I'm kind of like, y'all, I was crying when I was doing, I was like, okay. I'm like, this is pretty strong right here in the room. No, I mean, Uh just, yeah. Is there anything that you want to say like about, you know, what I've said so far or anything you felt or. I mean, as far as what you're saying with direction and kind of what Laurie was mentioning earlier, I've up until very recently, always been a person that was like needing validation and needing a gold star and needing someone to tell me I'm on the right path or on the right direction. And as you know, and as you know, going out on your own and creating your own brand and company, you don't get that. It's me, myself, and I. And um, so, you know, I'm about to enter my last week into my like salon day job before I open my own situation. And, um, it, uh, it comes with a lot of bittersweet feelings. And whenever I do like get into my feelings about it, it's always, am I doing the right thing? Cause I have no fucking yeah. idea what I'm yeah. doing, you know? And kind of second guessing myself but mm-hmm. feeling right yeah and being like okay well this feels right but I don't know what I'm doing this is exactly what we were already just talking yes. about is yeah. that point that you're at and where you're at where someone says something and you're like but if you were confirmed and affirmed and standing strong in that truth and mm-hmm. grounded in it none of it would matter right right Right. so and it hasn't i didn't expect like we really did not rehearse it i did not expect that the whole beginning half of that and what you had talked about would come full circle to your here now so i'm going to just grab really quickly um the actual quintessence because it's tied to masters so this is the one that goes on the the wrist itself so we'll put a little bit on your wrist and you can kind of just sit with the color (laughs) um that you've pulled right oh my gosh yes getting ready here (laughs) (laughs) nah said real life is way more interesting than edited life yeah Yeah. okay so let me just grab your this is the one you know i use in the sessions, so i have them all together but the ones that you take home are those those little ones that i was showing earlier so dual claw let me see Sorry, I'm just making sure I'm giving you the right one because there's there's Hilarion right there. Actually, I'll probably just give you the four master quintessence. 
I've been like holding onto my bottle for dear life. Like it's like my uh, security blanket. <laughs> I love the last, that. Like, I a few days. Um, no, it's just like at our brunch meeting that we had with is. some team members this morning. She was like, look at this. I was like, like <laughs> I know y'all don't know what this is. but <laughs> Let me just look really quick because I want to see if I want to give you Dual Qual or Hilarion. Okay. I think I'm going to go with the dual qual. So I'll tell you why I'm choosing this one over the other one. Okay. So the dual qual, which is the emerald green portion of this, and remember the whole bottle shakes together as green, um, can help us to use our intellect while being in harmony with our intuition. Following our heart and balancing our mind, a useful it's useful when we need a grounded point of view. If we seek objective truth, knowledge, or a fresh start, this is the quintessent to actually meditate with. Mm. So I'm choosing that one over Hilarion, and I'll just read Hilarion. This one works too, um, but I think that other one will really move you more energetically. Mm -hmm. So Hilarion is um, the pale green in the master quintessence. It's the way, the truth, and the light. It helps us to pursue our path, providing access to the truth and inner wisdom. It guides us into a new direction and then the new space to step into a present anew. It assists in supporting, in supporting the environment. So you could still work with it, but you're already moving there, mm -hmm. right? Like right. you're on this sort of cusp of, is it right? Isn't it right? But you don't really necessarily have a choice in the sense that you've already chose that direction and you're you're guiding yourself on that path. So this one, um, the dual quote, which is really more about helping you ground and stay in that truth cool cool oh my god i'm good yes. okay so, so good okay. we're gonna just put a little bit of this on your wrist okay so i'm just gonna spritz and if you were and then you can just tap them together if you were to use it coming out of the bottle it's three drops if you use it out of the palm under it's just three drops and then there's like a little bit of a meditation that smells incredible i've, I've literally had three aromas just today mm -hmm. like what laurie shared with me and you've shared a couple with me and this is the best i'm not even mm -hmm. it's kidding you guys that the one that was assigned for you is the one that it is smells turning amazing. you on the most well yeah. yes but i'm just saying like the aromas in general i've never smelled anything so yes and y'all i've been working for a manufacturer that like specializes, specializes oils. In, yeah totally you know yeah. and like no these are like these are this is a whole other level of like such a strong potency. not in a bad way but like the potency yes. yes it's amazing well and that's what i was saying about just you because i remember when you explained to me that the equilibrium bottles didn't have aroma in them and i did have this initial reaction of like oh damn like i kind of <laughs> wish it did you know smell, like yeah. have an aroma in it until I activated it and opened it for the first time. And then I was like, I don't know yeah. what's in this bottle, but like, it's mine. Witchcraft. <laughs> and it goes with me everywhere and I must have it. Um, and then the palmander that I have is so interesting because like, I don't usually carry aromas with me, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like I may use them at home in a meditation, you know, like I'll Same, use it, yeah. but like, I can't go anywhere without it. I carried it in my pocket in my jeans the other day when I didn't even have a bag with me because I was like, um, I'm yeah. like the size that I need this, you know, like, and for a product junkie that's been exposed to things like this for 20 something years now, like I'm obsessed with all of yeah. the Arasoma stuff. Oh my God. Um, I'm so glad that we did this on the show where you yeah. got to do a poll yeah. and really experience the consultation. You guys, this is like everything else. We could sit here and talk color therapy and arasoma and show you all of Lacey's amazing skills over and over again Literally. but we're already so over time for this I know. we're like way um, over time <laughs> so 
We will put all of the links for how you can get in touch with Lacey to work your Arsoma game in the episode notes for the show. You should absolutely keep your eyes open because we will be doing retreats and workshops to help expose this medicine to the world because it was not something that I was familiar with at all until Lacey introduced it to me. And as you guys can tell, like we're super into it all of a sudden. It's amazing. Uh, Yeah. It's a beautiful system. So so I'm just glad that we got to show you guys. Yes. Right. But I I do have a question. Sorry. Before we sign off, how do you use this in your business? Like, is it just the bottles itself or do you, um, infuse this into your facials? Like yeah, wh- how do you do that? Super glad you question. Asked. So not everybody that's an orosoma practitioner, and I'll actually say there's only a select few in the United States. Like I'm one of like probably less than 10 people. Like yeah. not a lot of people all, are doing They're this, all yeah. over the U S like yeah. we're talking like New Jersey, you know? So, right. um, what I actually choose to do is incorporate it into my facials where not everybody that's an orosoma practitioner is, is an, an esthetician. esthetician. Right. So what I've actually been doing Um, And I love it so much. And the clients who have experienced it are like taken to another level with it because I take exactly what we've done in the consultation and I start to incorporate the color into your session for facial. So I'll begin with um, like a cleansing breath with whatever color we need to work with. And then I'll do um, possibly massages that relate to um, the experience that you need to get out of the whole color therapy. And then I'll even go into, and I forgot, I'm glad you brought this up. I'll go into another level, um, which again, not everybody that does orosoma has anything to do with this other therapy. Um, the woman who I specifically learned from, she created this entire, um, I wouldn't say created. So they came out with these pens to incorporate color to the body, the the company did or someone, Mm -hmm. but they didn't really have a way in which they were applying it and what they were doing. So she's very much, I'm going to create something that makes sense. And so she worked with a acupuncturist and he does like Chinese herbal medicine and all those things. And he created this system with her of using what you call light pen therapy to the body and the systems. So just a couple different sessions I can do. I can actually balance out chakras. Um, I can do a um, meridian stroking with pen, like with the actual pen. So when activated with color, I don't know if, you know, this shows up very well, but there's an actual color that comes out. Mm -hmm. And when bringing it into, you know, the space of the body, the light body area, um, you know, when you think about how fast does light travel, thousand, you know, Mm -hmm. thousand speed of light Mm -hmm. type of thing. So what we're talking about is, applying this now energetically into the system not just through product but actually through light Mm -hmm. and that even has a whole other level of potency right Okay. So, then, well, we, so we need a part two. We yeah, need a part two. That's what we're saying. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Like I, I feel like there's a lot of things that we can incorporate just through a social media aspect of explaining. Because like, yes, for what you guys got today in the podcast, there are levels of information and detail around this. Yeah. But there's just no way to get on it into. Yeah. all day. Um, <laughs> so basically book your consultation with Lacey. Yes. Um, if you're not in the DFW area, get on a plane. Yes. And... Um, or come to a retreat. Or come to a retreat. Yes. Yeah, we're going to make this accessible to uh, yeah. the network. 
We love you guys. Yay. Go out in your world and experience some color today and really just like embrace all the good medicine that it has for you. Have a great day and we'll see you next week. Thank, Thank you. you.